Welcome to the Feminine Truth Podcast with Mary Miranda, a place where you can reconnect with your wild, cyclical, and fierce truth. I am Mary Miranda, a mentor, coach, healer, and intuitive. I guide women on a journey of remembrance, reconnection, and embodiment of who they are, their essence, power, and truth by reawakening the power of their feminine energy, womb, and menstrual cycles. Join me each week to indulge in raw, unedited, and unfiltered topics to help women own and step into their divine feminine truth and become unshakable, unapologetic, and bold in who they truly are. Let's jump into today's conversation. Hello, lovely ladies. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Feminine Truth Podcast with myself, Mary Miranda. This is going to be a solo episode where I tell you a little bit about my story. And I have so many stories um, that have helped me be who I am today. But this is going to be specifically around the womb health, menstrual cycles, and like a few other things you're gonna get a um you're gonna get to know more of and like i said this podcast are going to be unedited raw unfiltered so if i make mistakes or anything this is going to be also to show you that it's okay we can make mistakes we have to roll with the punches we have to laugh about it we have to just move along and just learn from them, you know, and maybe the podcasts are going to keep getting better and better the more practice I get. But I just, I I don't want a highly structured podcast. I want a podcast that is very free flowing, that is just like a beautiful conversations that you're just having um, with a girlfriend, having tea or, or a beautiful dinner with wine, and you're just talking about topics. I want it to be like that. And obviously when you're sitting down with a girlfriend, drinking tea a latte or wine you are not editing yourself you are not going back and editing what you said you just kind of move along and just have this free-flowing conversation this is why i wanted this podcast to be like that so if there's any weird noises anything if i'm drinking water if i'm coughing it's going to be all part of the conversation. So we are here to be perfectly imperfect, as you know. So like I said, uh, my name is Mary Miranda, and I'm going to tell you my story, a little bit who I am, where I come from, and just a little nuggets of wisdom for me. I am the daughter of Maria, Maria Felix, and granddaughter of Margarita and Carmen. I am mestiza. I am Mexican, which mestiza means that I am half indigenous from the Aztec lineage and half um, European from the colonizers. So that's called a mestiza, um, mixed pretty much. So, but I, I, I identify myself as a Mexican because that's where I grew up until I was 14 and then I came here to the United States. I am a wild cyclical woman and as such I don't really like going with titles of the work that I do or anything but I'm a healer, I am a mentor, I am a coach, I'm an intuitive guide for women. Um, I am very clear sentence which means clear feeling or a feeling energy and I'm clear cognizant which it's a clear knowing, I usually know things and a lot of my intuition comes in the form of energy and in my dreams. Um, or the messages that I get, um, but I can feel things before they happen. Like I know things. Like <laughs> I, it's like an in, as a highly sensitive person, as an empath. Like I, if I f- feel a shift in someone or the energy, I can read the energy very well. But it's also part of the story that that I have lived, that have made me like that. Very, um, very sensory, sensible, I guess you could say. Um, I am an empathic, I'm an old soul. I am a menstrual cycle lover, which I have menstrual cycle reverence, which you're gonna get to learn more about that later on. I am a sacral generator, a 3-5 profile in human design. I am an Enneagram 4 with a wing on 3. I grew up in a town that was small outside of Celaya, Guanajuato, that it was 99% Roman Catholic. I went to a private school, um, elementary school, um, and then I came to the United States in the middle of eighth grade when I was 14. 
I didn't speak the language or anything. I have gone through so much from cultural clash, cultural assimilation has been really tough, bullying, racism, not speaking the language, uh, my own people um, bullying me, which was really hard because I came from a very uh, close group of friends in Mexico and coming here, it was like high school was very traumatic for me. Um, I lost myself and identity and feeling like I wasn't, it got to the point that I was, I felt like I wasn't from Mexico or here. It was like this huge dissociation that happened to me. And I also have experienced like toxic relationships, toxic dynamics, and many health issues, which brought me here today. And I am the version of me due to everything that I have been through. And I did go through the face of it's not fair. Why me? I don't deserve this. I'm a good person. Da, da, da. Like just complaining, just being in my toxic traits and behaviors because I was so asleep. I had no idea. And it took a relationship that was very toxic at the time. Um, I would have label that as emotionally or yeah emotionally abusive in a way and I would have labeled that as like my biggest awakening because it happened around my Mercury my uh, Saturn return which was around the age of 30 and and I left the relationship and I was like I was like a rock bottom and from then I said you know what I am so tired enough this is n I am not here for this like I it's done it's over with and then I started my journey and I started my journey and now I'm at this place of I know why everything has happened for me for my greatest good for my growth for my evolution and I know this is part of my path there's a reason why we go through things and at the moment at the time that we're going through the situation or yeah whatever the struggle we don't see it that way right because we are so emotionally distraught or we're so emotionally compromised that we cannot see the blessing in disguise or the silver lining but there's always one and that happened to me and uh that was my awakening leaving that relationship and from there, it's just been a lot of growth and evolution, healing. It's been like seeing my patterns, seeing my toxic behavior, seeing how my childhood played out into how I was acting before. And I realized that a relationship is of two people. So I had a lot of toxic traits. Of course, I didn't deserve some things that happened and that I went through. No one does. Um, there was no physical abuse of any sense for sure. Um, but I didn't deserve any of that. And we, we, no one does, right? We all like want love and we want happiness and all of that. But sometimes we are raised in environments or places where there's a lot of programming, conditioning, there's a lot of stories, there's a lot of old paradigms, there's a lot of wounding going on and you're raised like that and you don't know better, right? So you just do life in survival mode the, the best way you could and I had a beautiful childhood, like I really did. I was playing in the dirt. I no cell phones, no technology then in Mexico. So I was just like such a happy child. But at the same time, there were things that caused some type of trauma, like a small T trauma, you could say. There was also big T trauma. There was also some sexual molestation. There was also like bigger things that happened. And the biggest shock for me was coming to the United States to a different country and it's just like that it was just this huge like shaking my foundation but everything that's happened has been part of my story has been part of my path and I do believe in reincarnation I do believe that we are here our souls are here to learn a lesson to grow and evolve what they didn't in the previous life and I know my soul is here to fulfill some lessons that it hasn't. And maybe this is not even going to be the lifetime it's going to happen. But I'm doing the best I can every day to be mindful and to be aware and to be open to new learning new things and evolve. It's always growth and evolution. And it's always like this journey of becoming better every day. So I'm also a generator, like I mentioned, a three- 3-5 profile, which means 
that I am here to experience life through trials and errors, go through them by diving myself deep into situations, um, learn, grow from them, and transform and have this transformation and integration, which is like the embodiment part, and to help others with what I have been through once I have embodied those lessons, right? Because I only can help someone go through something that I have been through. And I have been through so many things and I have tried so many venues to heal each situation. So I have many experiences and many wisdom that can help you heal a certain situation, right? And if it's not part of my path, then I will refer you to someone that can because it's part of being an integrity, which is one of my highest values. So today I do this live calling and blessing and I'm very thankful. I never thought I was going to be here today. I went to school in University of Iowa. I major in health sciences, emphasis in biology. And I've been through so many paths in my career, from being an IT test manager, to being a marketing coordinator, to being a social media strategist, to now owning my business. And it's just been a beautiful path of different things. So I have experienced in so many things, so many, so many paths, so many lifetimes, I would say. So it makes me so excited to guide women on this journey of remembrance reconnection and embodiment of their essence, truth, power, and who they are at their core by reawakening the power of their feminine energy, womb, and menstrual cycles. Um, You're going to learn more about that as we go, but those are my three emphasis, feminine energy, womb healing, or womb health, and menstrual cycles, which are the three things that have helped me more reconnect to my true essence to who i really am underneath all the programming conditioning limiting beliefs stories old paradigms like everything that i've been taught i had to heal all of that i had to dive deep into who i am so i can find my truth and my power and so i can really know who i am because for so many years i did not know who i am and i was operating and blinded pretty much like not knowing i had and a big part of healing and being awakened is taking responsibility and ownership of your side of the street of cleaning of healing the parts of you that make you i wouldn't like i don't like using the word toxic but i'm gonna use that because like you'll understand what i'm talking about but they are creating the reality that you're currently having and if you're not happy with the reality you're currently experiencing and having that that means that you there's something you are doing and that doing comes from who you are right so it's like diving deep into this kind of reverse engineering of okay why is this is the reality this is the outcome that i'm experiencing let's reverse engineer the root cause right why this is happening where this is coming from and that's what started happening to me i started questioning everything and i realized that the relationships that i had in my past a lot of life experiences were a reflection of who i was deep inside and i did not know this right we attract people based on who we are on our inside and a lot of times our mirror they're mirrors for us and if we take that as medicine and we dive deep into healing that then it's there's so much wisdom it's like each person that we meet is a messenger each person that we meet comes here to help us in one way or the other even if it's so tragic so painful which i have experienced and my heart's with you if you've been through this but somehow that is meant to help us in one way or the other by becoming more conscious by awakening by putting boundaries by not settling by knowing our worth and value which is something that i had to do like deep down there was this unworthiness this not enoughness this undeservingness this inferiority part of me that i never knew that i carried with me and more as a woman of color as an indigenous 
as a Mexican, first generation, <laughs> as a Latina here in the United States, that was like, it's been a process. And I'm not saying, I will never condone anyone who has harmed you or who has done anything bad to you that has really hurt you. It's not about that. It's about seeing, okay, this hurt me so bad. It's It was horrible, but what is the lesson or what is the medicine for me here? What do I need to do? And a lot of times those, those situations transform us deeply. Like, you know, I know so many people who have gone through so much stuff and they end up, I don't know, being more religious, right? Which is something I'm going to talk about religion because I am not, I don't consider myself religious anymore at all. I grew up Catholic, but there's a lot of people that end up end up in these places where they have found forgiveness and maybe that's what they needed right or maybe they have become life coaches like I did or maybe they went and be wrote a book that changed so many other people's lives or maybe they went and became even better mothers than they were or maybe they just became so much better for themselves. Maybe they awakened and they left that relationship, they left that job, or they left that situation, and their life became so much better. You know, whatever it is, just know that I honor you, I see you, I feel you, I hear you, whatever you've been through. Um, I am sorry that you went through that. And at the same time, okay, well, let's look at it. Is there something good that came out of that? You know, I I want to talk more about this, but there was like some sexual molestation. There was also a rape happening in my life. And after that, after healing that, um, obviously it took um, a lot, <laughs> but I ended up feeling more empowered to myself and knowing that no one has power over my body, over me, and no one will ever take away my soul and my body and no one will ever, ever, ever dishonor me like that again. So it's a lot of things. And, and now I can help guide women through what I have been through because I've done the healing work for it, right? So there's a lot of wisdom on it. And sometimes it takes, it's, it takes time to see the blessing. Sometimes it takes months. Sometimes it takes years. Just be patient with yourself. Honor your journey. But for me... And this is something I'm going to dive more deeper in a separate conversation. But it was like, wow, I went through that situation that was horrible. It was so painful. But now I have this wisdom of how I led myself through that. And I can help someone else through it. If a client comes to me who's had um, some type of uh, sexual trauma, I can guide her through that at her own pace, but with the knowledge I have, because I guided myself through that. I had to become my best client and I had to do the work. So it's a blessing when I see it that way, right? But it took a while to get that to get there and it's fine, right? So this this um this first second episode <laughs> is just basically telling you where I come from and everything. And and I'm going to be talking about separately on my first menstrual cycle, which is uh, something that it's really, really powerful because that can shape our girl's life forever. And a lot of times don't we don't have that rite of passage. We have been stolen from that rite of passage, but it's not our fault. It's not our mother's fault. Is that those rite of passages were stripped away from us way, way, it's been like years, years. So I just kind of wanted to talk to you more a little bit about my background and everything that I've been through. But basically, my whole journey has led me here, has led me to do the work that I'm doing today. And I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for it. I, you know, a lot of people have said, do you regret this? Do you regret regret that and part of me does but part of me is like well but if I regret that then I wouldn't have gone through that and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing and I wouldn't be helping women through that and I wouldn't be helping the collective heal through that so I kind of cannot regret that when I think about it consciously that way when I see it that way right so that is my story a part of my story and I have different parts of my story but I also when I left our relationship, 
I got into fitness. Fitness was my, my outlet. I had no idea how to do any of it. So I started diving into it. I started working out. I started like, I was so not confident. My self-esteem was like so low. And I had always desired to have a six pack from the time I was like 16. I was like, when I'm 18, I'm going to have a six pack. Turn 18, no six pack. And when I'm 21, I'm going to have a six pack. And I kept going like that for like a decade. And when I left the relationship, I made a promise to myself that one night, and I actually, sorry, it was one morning, I went to bed crying, I was so heartbroken, and I woke up the next day, and I said, enough, I am enough of this, this is, I'm not meant for this, like, there's no way this is, this is how I'm gonna live my life every day, and I got up, I started eating healthy, what I thought was a healthy, and I started working out, and I ended up hiring a trainer because I was so self-conscious about like working out in the gym, lifting weights. I had no idea what to do. I had no idea. I didn't want people making fun of me. I had this huge, huge fear of humiliation because that's happened to me. So I hired my first trainer and then I ended up being so in love with it. And she had competed in fitness, uh, bikini fitness. And I was like, I want to do that. And that was the first time I did something for myself that I showed myself I could accomplish everything more than getting a degree in college. I could lead myself through something that was so tough, which is a fitness competition. It was a 16 week preparation and a lot of people quit because it's really hard. It's a mental game. Um, Fitness competitions is a mental game because it's a lot of like controlling it's a lot of self-control discipline commitment showing up for yourself it's a lot of uh, following a plan following a structure it's very structured but it's also very lonely so there's a lot of pros and cons with it but for me it helped me trust myself it helped me believe in myself in my word it helped me get to know me this is the way i started reconnecting with me and my body because I had no idea what what I felt or anything I would eat and I wouldn't even care about what anything so when I started this journey of remembrance and reconnection and embodiment it was through fitness because I started eating healthier and I started noticing my energy my energy levels like were amazing I started noticing that I was not bloated I started noticing like when I was hungry, when I wasn't. I started noticing like when I were, whenever I would do uh, lifting weights, like the muscle contractions, like I started feeling my body for the first time. And I never ever felt my body like that. Like I'm like, how did I eat before and didn't even notice I get bloated or I would get sleepy? Well, obviously I would fall asleep, but I was not conscious. So this is the first time I started like awakening my body, awakening this connection with my body, like this deep intimacy with me. And I didn't even know about it, right? Now I look at it, I was like, oh my God, like it started like way back in 2012. So it was an amazing journey. I competed that they was on stage. I was so proud of myself. I did it. I went through something that not a lot of people go through because it's really tough. And but at the same time, it's got some cons because I ended up with some health issues. I ended up with some health gut health issues, food sensitivities from eating the same foods every day. And I said, you know what? This was amazing. This was a beautiful experience, but I would not do it again because I will not put my body through that intense um, structure and 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 just like it was just so rigid it was so structured it was just like very masculine paradigm and it was a lot of um it was it's not healthy just because a lot of women lose their menstrual cycles and i didn't lose mine thankfully the day that i competed i actually got my menstrual cycle so i was up there competing with my menstrual cycle yeah it happened and it was amazing i had such a great time i loved it And I'm still into fitness, but today the way I train is so different because before it was to achieve a body that I always desired. And I did. And it's off my bucket list. Now I work out from a place of from a place of love, connection, 
honoring me some days i wake up i'm like do i want to work out do i not want to work out what do i feel like doing oh what would make me so excited like if i'm tired i rest right and it's been amazing i don't focus on the six-pack anymore i don't focus on that because it's very very stressful and our bodies go through so much stress as we're exercising and also we exercise differently in each in each phase of our menstrual cycle so i work out aligned with my menstrual cycle so it's like workout cycling you can call it somehow and it's just beautiful now because i go slower when my i'm in my luteal phase i grow going more intense when i'm in my follicular phase or ovulation phase so i have to be very conscious of that and i i'm a cyclical woman like i mentioned and this is something that we're going to dive more deeper on how to align our lives ourselves our workouts everything with our menstrual cycle and it's going to be so life-changing because you you work with honoring you with respecting you with putting yourself first before anything else. And that is the most important thing that we have as women ourselves. So when we take care of ourselves like that, it's just like, it just helps everyone, not only you, but it helps everyone who comes in contact with you because they rub off your beautiful magnetic energy. So that's been part of my journey. Fitness it has been beautiful. And with everything that's happened to me, Um, The way that I want to close this episode is by saying that I ended up, um, hold on, let me drink some water. I ended up after my competition with health issues. And when I ended up my, that competition, I have left a relationship and it was very toxic in nature. Um, And... It was very unhealthy and in so many ways from my part, from his part, because our relationship is of two people and I am not here to blame, to shame, to put the finger on anyone. I'm here to just speak my truth, speak how toxic relationships of every nature can impact your health, your womb, your menstrual cycle, your mental health. But the way that impacted me is that when I actually, in 2006, I actually uh, lost my ovary. I lost my right ovary due to a rupture cyst. And at the time, I had no knowledge. I had no idea of it. So throughout this whole journey of everything and from the competition and from going through this intense relationships and Saturn return and my family dynamic in high school and all of the things that I've been through, I ended up having a tumor in my uterus, which is a fibroid. And I also ended up having problems, cysts in my only ovary that I have my left one. And that was a very tough time for me to realize that my tumor had grown to nine centimeters in diameter. So it was very huge and it was ha- it had to be such a fast decision that I made. I made the decision to have the surgery just because it was so big and I didn't know better at this time. I did not know ways that you can shrink the tumor naturally, holistically. And although I am not 100% pro-Western uh, medicine, I do see the big benefits of it and I am going to obviously take part of them if it means to save my health, right? So when I went into the surgery, the doctor said, the surgeon said um, that I could lose everything, hysterectomy. And I, at the time I was, I believe I was like 20, what was it? No, I'm sorry, I was like 36, no 35, sorry. I was like 35 and I just remember like thinking oh my gosh like i don't have any children like oh my god if i get a hysterectomy i'm never gonna have babies like i'm never gonna be a mom and it was really tough for me emotionally it was really tough for me so i had to you know just trust and i had to pray and i had to ask uh, my higher power god the universe if they saved my organs my uterus and my ovary that I could have a chance to be a mom and I would do anything, anything to honor my menstrual cycle 
and my uterus. And I'm getting emotional because it's still so, so beautiful. And yeah, they did. The surgeon saved my ovary and my uterus. And after the surgery ended, I went back for the results and everything, you know. And he said, hey, um, you also have endometriosis. And it's like just this huge, like somebody just punched me. And I was like, endometriosis is linked to infertility. Like, it was just like this, like, you know, I thought I was like, oh my God, he saved my uterus and my ovary. Now I'm I'm healthy. Like, everything's good. And now it's like, oh, wow. And now he's telling me I have endometriosis. What? What is going on? So from there, I took responsibility and I took ownership of my health and I became my own advocate because the only answers he gave me are go on the pill, um, get pregnant or have a hysterectomy and for me that was saying no no that's not gonna happen or he said induced uh, which when you get a hysterectomy is induced menopause and I said I know I'm only 35 like that's gonna that's not gonna happen and the only options were get pregnant so that's your endometriosis and nothing comes back and you can have a healthy baby or get a hysterectomy and you can get induced um, menopause or go on the pill to prevent anything. And my answer, I left there and I said, let me sit with this and think about it because this is a lot. <laughs> and I sat with it and I said, no, there's no way. Like something inside of me said, there's a there's a better way. There is a better way for you. Like this, there, there's a better way and it's going to be holistic. It's going to be better than you ever thought. And that's when I started diving into womb health, into menstrual cycle awareness, into conscious menstruating, into living as a cyclical woman, into cycle thinking, into reading and learning and studying and learning everything about it. And I started diving myself. And the first thing I was intuitively pulled to do was rituals. I started doing rituals. And I started doing rituals with my menstrual blood. I said, I promise to honor it. I promise to honor my menstrual cycle, my womb, and everything. And I just started doing intuitive rituals, not knowing what I was doing. (laughs) And I started healing. And I started, my periods improved. And yes, part of my periods improving well, the first two periods after the surgery were extremely painful. I always had excruciating periods, which you're going to hear more about later. Um, but my periods were always excruciating where I would end up in the ER from the pain. And the two periods after the surgery were so painful that I was just so heartbroken. I was like, how is this happening again? Like, why, why, why? And after that, I had already been doing the rituals and changing my nutrition more than I've I've been eating healthy already, but I completely changed it. And I had been doing other things to honor my womb, to reconnect with my feminine energy. So I started really diving deep into my womanhood, into my feminine energy, into everything that has to do with who I am. And I started connecting way deeper with me. And my period pain started dissipating it started lifting like I would I had my life back for the first time in months where the first day of my period I was not glued to my heating pad I was not crying out of pain I was not taking all these pills to calm the pain where I was able to leave my house and it was just like so emotional because for so many years I didn't I was always kind of like Oh my God, with anxiety, period anxiety, I would call it. Like not knowing how my period was going to be, not knowing how I was going to tell my boss when I had the job, like my male boss, that I couldn't go to work because I had a period. Like how was I going to say that? So I always made, ended up making a lies because I that was not something you talk about to men, right? Now I think differently, obviously, but I had my life back for the first time from what I remember and it was amazing and now I'm here helping women have amazing amazing relationships with their menstrual cycles their wombs their feminine energy and healing everything that is stopping them from experiencing those and it's just been an amazing journey i'm so thankful i am so happy to be here and i'm just here to 
bring wisdom medicine knowledge not only from me but from anyone that's going to be coming into the interviews with me and hopefully we all can heal together we all can rise grow and evolve together and i'm i'm just so thankful that i'm here today i've would have never known this was going to be my path (laughs) i would have never known and yes my family is not very supportive of what i'm doing they're still like kind of like go back to corporate job security stop talking about that it's from the devil like loved ones have like blocked me from facebook and social media like nobody asks about my business hold on a second let me drink some water and at the same time it's been kind of like a lonely journey of entrepreneurship but it's It's a very rewarding journey because I have learned to be happy in my loneliness and to be okay in my loneliness and and it's great. So another reason why I wanted to do this podcast is so I can network and I can meet other amazing women who have stories to share, who have anything that can help us all and also from the listeners if you guys want to message me if you guys want resonate with anything that i'm saying just feel free to message under feminine truth podcast the links are going to be in the show notes um but yeah let's just open up this for a conversation let's just have deeper if you resonate with everything if you've been through many things that i have been through like it's time to get united to unify to come together and to have these conversations because this is going to set up a ripple effect for everyone to heal especially us as women especially if you are a woman of color indigenous if you are a first first generation latina mexican or from whenever wherever you are uh immigrant it's going to be amazing because these are topics that were not talked about in with our families or our friends and I'm just here to I'm so here and ready to have these conversations and yeah so you can expect more of this beautiful conversations everything to honor who you are to honor your body to honor your menstrual cycle to connect deeper into who you are and I'm just really really excited like I cannot even stop expressing that because (laughs) it's been such a part of me to be grateful for everything be excited and it's been tough to do that but you'll learn more about that when we tap into those conversations but yeah I just wanted to share part of my story I wanted to share part of the work that I do who I am how I came to do what I'm doing um in the first episode I explained why the mission of this podcast intention why I created it this is more so you can get to know me and there's just like different venues to my story because I can tell you a story about my fitness I can tell you a story about my relationship I can tell you a story about my womb health issues I can tell you a story of an immigrant I can tell you a story of um how has been my life with um at university I can tell you different stories like of so many different things because or corporate or whatever I have stories for everything because I have I have been through so much stuff just like many of us have we're humans we're here to experience humanity in the most human way possible in this 3d world and it's just been um very very amazing I cannot even imagine who I would be if I didn't know everything that I know today. Like, I I just think about who I was when I was, like, in that relationship, when I was so... And it's not that relationship, it's that age, actually. I don't want to keep referencing back to that relationship because I'm very thankful for it now that I see it that way. And I just... Uh, he was a great person. He was just not the right person for me at that time. That version of himself was not the right person for me. And I was not the right person for that person either. So it's like a it's 50-50, right? Like I said. But when I was in that at 30, 31 years old, it was just like I was so asleep. And I just wished... I wish someone would have told me about mindset about awareness about relationships about spiritual awakening about 
everything that I know today about feminine energy, about how to honor your cycles, about just everything that I know today, like it would have made a world difference. But at the same time, I wouldn't be me without without any of those experiences. And I also do wish I would have started my journey in my 20s. But in my 20s, I was immersed in toxic relationships and I was finding my way out. I remember writing a paper my senior year of college about losing my identity and it was this trauma course. I can remember the exact name, but I remember the professor, he put a note in my paper. I got an A and he said, you should write a book one day. And I said, oh my God, like I want to, I do, that's been, that's a life goal of mine. And it still is. And I was going to write a book two years ago, but it would have been the wrong topic. It would have been the wrong topic. And I'm so glad that I didn't because I learned so much since then that today is like, oh my gosh, like I am so glad I didn't write a book then because now I know so much stuff that I didn't know then. So now I have accumulated and compounded all these beautiful experiences um, and healing modalities that I'm just like, wow, I'm blown away. So in the path, there's going to be a book. I am feeling a book birthing out of me. I am feeling so much stuff for this podcast, for my brand, for the women that come into my energy, into my containers. I am feeling so much. Like, I am so ready for the up level. I'm so ready for everything. I'm so ready to to help so many women that are struggling, that are, that are having a hard time connecting with their feminine energy, with their wombs, with their menstrual cycles, who they have tried all the Western medicine approaches and nothing has helped improving their menstrual cycles. And a lot of times there's an energetic reason. There's an energetic reason why. And when I went through everything, what I'm closing with is that the reason why, this might be a little controversial, just breathe. Breathe through this. Feel what it feels in your body when this lands with you. Just honor what comes through. If you get triggered, I would love to know your trigger. I would love to know your thoughts. I'm so here for it. And if if this resonates with you, let me know. Send me a message. Let me know. The reason why I believe in my soul intuitively, so strongly, energetically, that... I ended up with fibroids with a tumor of nine centimeters. I ended up losing an ovary. I ended up with endometriosis. I ended up with ovarian cyst. I ended up with health issues, not only in my gut, but also muscular health issues. My muscles used to hurt, not anymore. It's because of unhealed, unprocessed trauma, emotions, everything that was stored in my womb and also in my body not healing my my pain my emotional pain my childhood trauma things that i went through my sexual molestation when i was little my rape when i was older um not healing the everything was just stagnated, was just suppressed, was just in my body, was storing your body, right? Because emotions are energy and emotions. You have to move it out. And I would just suppress it. I would not even allow myself to feel because I didn't know, right? I didn't know that you have to feel your feelings, right? Um, I Unfortunately, I was not, I didn't have any role models. I didn't have anyone that would tell me those things. Otherwise, I would have done them, right? And there's a reason why I didn't, because now I learned through by going through that, that I can help people with it. So I highly believe that my endometriosis, my fibroids, my ovarian cysts, and this is my personal opinion, it's an energetic reason. It's because I was disconnected. I was also disconnected from my feminine energy, my feminine truth, my essence, who I am. And I had all this trauma and unprocessed pain and everything just stored. It's like all this gunk. Just think about it like all this gunk, all this 
unneeded stuff is storing your body and there's a there's a point that your body has no outlet it has no way to evacuate any of that it has no way to release all of that so there's this it's like a pressure cooker right it just keeps like boy like it keeps getting to the point that it's just going to explode and your body ends up exploding in health issues your body ends up with any type of health issue can be attributed to a suppressed emotion to something emotional that you haven't healed some type of trauma which links to an emotion which links to a core wound which links to an emotion so it's just like this um excavating this diving in to find the root but also not getting lost in that process, right? Because it's very important that a lot of times we end up losing ourselves in the healing that we don't, we end up not living our lives. So it's very important to understand if this resonates with you, sit with it. How does it feel in your body? Are you upset? Are you angry? Are you triggered? Are you going to curse me? <laughs> um, do you want to say, oh my God, oh my God, this lands with me. Like, oh my God, this is maybe why I'm having all this gut issues. This is why my digestion is not working properly, right? So this is the reason why I'm here. I'm here to bring this information, this knowledge, even if it's very triggering for some people. Um, because there's an energetic cost, an emotional cost, a suppressed unhealed costs that needs to be addressed in order for those issues to go away and this happens a lot and I'm, I'm just going to give you a quick example if you have yeast infections yeast infections have to do a lot with anger if you are a very angry person angry woman <laughs> and if you end up having a lot of yeast infections a lot of times it could be attributed to that suppressed anger and a lot of us women anger is an emotion we have suppressed because it's not ladylike it's not proper it's not of nice girls to be angry you have to be nice you have to be polite you cannot yell you cannot be angry it's not good you get punished for being angry so we have learned let me drink some water we have learned to be angry so not only just infections i'm just giving you a small example and this is just based on things that I have learned, I have read, and I have experienced with me because I used to have yeast infections. And when I did the work for healing my anger, they just went away. <laughs> they just went away. And I have done a lot of work in anger because it was suppressed for so many years. And I just learned that anger is such a beautiful feeling and emotion. It's just so beautiful. There's so much power in it. It will learn to channel it the right way but a lot of times we have to heal it we have to do the work to heal the anger and you are going to see how your life is just going to open up to so many things so there's a lot of energetic roots root causes for uh, or reasons for whatever you are experiencing and this is just a whole venue i am not a doctor i am not here diagnosing you i'm just sharing information that you have to sit with you have to do your own research if you want to come and dive with me into private coaching with this i have an open container for my one-on-one sacred uh private mentorship and coaching so send me a dm in social media if you're interested but be an advocate this is what i'm getting at the way that i can empower you is that you have to be an advocate for your own health don't settle with just learning about it from a Western medicine doctor because I went to so many doctors that would not give me a diagnosis for things that I have learned to heal by doing energy healing and doing my own type of what I coach women through. So find answers. Don't stop until you find the answer of why things keep happening to you. There's a root cause for everything, but at the same time, we don't need to get lost in that and finding that every day that you don't get to experience life. You get to have both. You get to do the healing and also have an amazing, beautiful, happy, joyful life. You get to do both. You get to walk with both. It is okay to, <coughs> sorry, it is okay to experience 
something that is painful, but it's also okay to experience happiness at this happiness at the same time. And you can have both because I have done it, right? So this is just an open conversation. Um, I hope this lands in a good way for you. I hope you tap into this and see how it resonates in your body. If it resonates with you, send me a message. If it doesn't, still send me a message. I want to know your input. I care about I'm huge on honoring your truth, even if it it disagrees with my truth, my word, or what I'm saying. I am here for that because people should honor your truth, even if we don't agree on the same thing. There's this respect we still need to have for disagreements, right? You can still have an open conversation that is filled with understanding, compassion, and respect, even if it's in disagreements. So... I love you. I'm so happy you were part of this conversation and hearing a little bit about my story. And you can kind of tap into where this podcast is going to be about. And there's going to be so many more beautiful topics that um, are really just going to help all of us like, heal at the same time, become better, grow and evolve and become better women than we already are. Or if you identify as a woman, like it's just going to help you so much. But I love you. I'm so excited. Please um, follow us, rate us, give us a review, and uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook under at Feminine Truth Podcast. Everything will be in the show notes, and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Bye! Thank you so much for being part of this conversation for Feminine Truth Podcast. This podcast is for you, for me, for us, for the Feminine Collective. Thank you so much for spending your time and energy with us. Share on Instagram and Facebook stories what resonated with you. And if you're listening to this and for anyone to get a hold of this podcast at Feminine Truth Podcast, and if you feel called to, Leave us a review, let us know your thoughts, let, on, let us know how this has felt for you listening to the podcast. And the episodes are going to be every Tuesday, so I cannot wait to see you next time. Sending so much love.